It's the My Broadband Conference 2021. It's the virtual version and it's a great pleasure to welcome a man who's no stranger to the conference. He's spoken many times uh, at the conference, a man who's incredibly passionate about IoT and he heads up the organization called SquidNet, Managing Director of SquidNet, Patizwe Malinga. Patizwe, how are you? It's good to see you again. Thank you very much. I'm fine. And how are you, Aki? Good to see yes, you I'm doing good. Thank you. I mean, uh, we, we chatted last year this time and we all thought that this would all be over, but clearly it's not over. We're still doing things virtually, but uh, are you willing to take a bet that next year this time uh, things will be back to normal? <laughs> I learned from last year, Aki, take no more bets in the COVID um, period. No, uh, no, we, we are adapting. <laughs> yeah. No, it's incredible. And uh, and I think that uh, technology has been quite amazing when you look at the adaptability that you're talking about and the business continuity. How's it going with SquidNet? Um, I mean, IoT is just growing in leaps and bounds. Uh, lockdown has ended. Are people realizing that they need to take a more aggressive IoT approach? How have things been after lockdown? Um, after, you know, when we went into lockdown, we were very worried. I think every South African business was terrified. Uh, we didn't know what was in store and, and we saw the world do something we've never, ever done uh, or seen done in our history. But, but business has been good afterwards. I think people are not just only understanding IoT, um, but it's become very practical because we're all working from home. We're worried about assets that are not near us. And um, it's made the job a little bit easier um, for us to sell IoT. Hmm. You know, I was just talking to somebody the other day, um, uh, not, a, not a massive company, because people think, you know, IoT, you need to have uh, a lot of money to deploy it. But this guy was in the flower business um, and he's not a massive nice. player. I mean, he just uh, he does flowers, but he he needed to monitor the temperature of his cold rooms and uh, he installed the IoT systems and uh, the different sensors and now he can you know do this now remotely and uh, any kind of changes with you know load shedding and that sort of thing which has been a big issue for many businesses I mean those are the small kind of usage examples that last time we spoke about the A, B, C and D of IoT and you described IoT yeah. to us in a, in a very yeah. clear way for our audience just so that we can understand what IoT is all about uh, and who the market is for in IoT, the Internet of Things. Has that changed? Is it still called the Internet of Things? Uh, or in my case, the Idiot of Things. <laughs> never, never, Aki. <laughs> no, definitely. I mean, IoT is, is, is still strong. It's still the Internet of Things. You know, when I described the ABCD, I was really talking about how these technologies have just come um, and um, to help us um, get the visibility of our remote assets. And I think that's what it's really about, um, Aki. It's about um, giving better visibility on assets that are very dear to us, that have a direct impact to our quality of life, but aren't quite close to us. And in our country, um, one of the, the biggest drivers is, in fact, all over the world, I think, is always, you know, necessity is a mother of invention. And in our country, um, one of our big um, society problems is crime. Um, and, and so when crime starts occurring, um, that's when you want IoT to shine. And that's what we find, you know, the people that are doing a great job protecting us or our vehicles or our cash in transit room or the people that are trying to move the cash in transit, that's when IoT um, shines because it's able to um, give, give um, a 
a bat signal almost, uh, mm, uh, mm. An, an SOS that goes out um, to the people who've got the means to come out and protect us and ensure that no harm comes to us. That's amazing. I mean, uh, yeah. you talk about crime. I mean, what kind of uptake are yeah. you seeing uh, with IoT? Uh, is it growing exponentially? Um, and, and, and I'm talking about South Africa as well as globally. Yeah. Uh, do we have any yeah. kind of idea how many IoT devices are connected and what are the projections going forward? Yeah, um, when we started the journey, we were, we were looking at about 17 million devices just in South Africa alone. Okay. And and this this exponential journey that we we, we all believe we're on um, this year, which is two years from that um, 2018, 2018, let's say, prediction, um, would put us on 25 million right now and um, 25 million IoT devices in South Africa alone. And that number is projected to grow in South Africa to 106 million um, IoT wow. devices. And, and we kind of know and understand that we are probably hor horribly wrong. So, so it's at least 106 million uh, IoT devices. That is, that is astonishing. Now, I mean, just take us back to SquidNet. I mean, uh, yeah. what has this market been doing all alone, all along? And, and why, why is it important to think of SquidNet? What is yeah. your differentiator when it comes to the IoT market? Right. Um, you know, when when the market and the main market, I think that I'd like to talk about is the security market because because they're very near and dear to us. You know, we've got the alarm systems in our houses, and if there's an intruder, we get this message that goes out to this company that comes in. So first and foremost, what these companies have been focused on is making sure that if anything happens to our vehicles or to our houses they are able to respond. But over the years, the technology that they've used, they've owned themselves, they've mm. owned the ability to listen to our houses and then to react to our houses. But that technology has been running for over 20 years, actually. And so, so it's, it's getting to that point where it's, it's, it's becoming very costly for them to keep that network up without passing that cost on to us. We're changing houses all the time. We want more things protected. We want ourselves protected. And, and so they are starting to look at um, innovative technologies or, or technologies that are taking advantage of this, this um, exponential curve that comes with IoT. And that's kind of where we plug in. And I think, Aki, the big differentiator for SquidNet is not only are we um, a very complementary network, we, we, can, we can attach very well to something that you already have. I like to use the word retrofit. Um, so, so that means you don't throw the, the, the baby out of the bathwater. You just give the baby a diaper change. Um, but, but another big thing for us is we're national. Um, we are in over 90% um, of South Africa. I think the last check that I had was just shy of 94%, um, which means if a car gets stolen anywhere in South Africa before it leaves our shores um, um, into, the, into the neighboring um, um, countries, we are able to get a distress signal out and get an exact location of where that vehicle is. And similarly, when it comes to our houses as well, um, in the period of load shedding, you want to mm. be sure that these, these companies can hear you. And, and, and that's kind of what we do. We guarantee that if they use us, um, they'll be able to hear you. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, just to touch on your actual network, um, how, yeah. how is it? Are, are you on, uh, have you got your own network? Uh, how do you get it? Because you explained it to me last time, that yeah. you guys are yeah. using a different kind of frequency 
to enable you to yeah. do this low data transmission, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So for any wireless um, um, technology to speak, um, it uses radio frequencies. Um, we've seen ICASA go in and out of court, um, also freeing spectrum up, trying to do the best in terms of the country. That spectrum is really just how how these many devices choose to speak at a, at a specific frequency. The frequency that we speak at is called an unlicensed spectrum. So we are governed by ICASA. ICASA ensures that we play by the rules, but they don't charge us an, an, a license for us to play in that space. It is reserved for very low chapter um, um, industry, scientific and medical um, usage of which we fall into the category. And okay. what we're able to do is pass that cost on or, or pass on the not cost um, to our service providers who are then able to to hop off their networks, get onto our network um, without costing you, without passing that back on to you. So this whole spectrum debate is not something that's going to, you know, causing delay in your expansion, right? I mean, there's no issues with you and spectrum. You've got more than enough to use at the moment. Absolutely. We've, we've, we, in an unlicensed band, um, you just have a lot of rules of how you, how chatty you can be. Um, and, and the technology that we use, that we've deployed, which is Sigfox, governs and ensures that we're never more chatty than the regulation um, comes about. I always say we're like brown bread. I think I told you that story, Aki, the last time, <laughs> in a bakery um, yeah. where, where there's all the fancy um, uh, protocols that you can have 5G and 4G. We're the staple. We're the brown bread. Uh, when you need a good P&J sandwich, we're there for you. <laughs> uh, P&J, stop it. You're making me hungry now. But, I mean, I, I love what you said earlier that um, you, you kind of retrofit. And, and I think the security industry is just such a great example that you use. Because when you look at it in you know the past, yeah, a lot of it was very analog and, you know, it was, you know, labor intensive to set things up, uh, you know. Now you can just retrofit things and really uh, take away quite a bit of the cost away and, and also give you this, give you even more flexibility to deliver the services that you want to deliver to. Um, but now when you look at IoT and in South Africa, we've spoken a lot about business, but is IoT yes. for business alone? Um, I think it's, it's, it's really for us. And what IoT is, it's an improvement in how we get um, services from our service providers. Um, first and foremost, I think it's about a, a offering us a better customer experience, you know, um, much more reliable, much more visible, much more dependable. If our alarm is going off, we know that somebody can respond to it. Um, but the, the cost and the way that it works, and it kind of is for business, um, but for business to give better service to us. Um, so, so we see a lot of the people who are traditional players in the space, you know, the Fidelity ADTs, the Discovery Insures, the Net Stars of the world, people that, that we trust um, with our lives even um, mm. are the people that will bring IoT. But it does start to extend and start giving us an ability to have visibility on other stuff that we care about that we don't really need a big um, company. And we start to see plug and play, I call them drop drop and, and play devices, you can now just drop a sensor into your pool. You don't need a big company um, to help you with that. And that sensor will start telling you what the chlorine levels are in the pool. Make sure that the, the pool is safe for your kids to use. 
Um, so, so, and you can buy that at, at Builders Warehouse um, uh, quite easily. So, so I think it's it's mainly an, a business play, um, but but it's a business play for us. Okay, and I guess I mean, so so how does that benefit uh, our audiences, consumers, for example? You know, one of my best examples is is um, water. You know, water water metering is it, it encapsulates everything that I believe. Um, IoT kind of represents the other story. I do like telling, of course, is manhole manhole covers. But in the water metering space, we all experience this bill shock if if the water is, is if the water metering is gathered um, once a month by somebody or once every three months. They look at your trends, they estimate, and what's worse is if you're in an estate and the estate is using a bulk water meter, you're kind of guessing what everybody. Um, is using from a water point of view and that can be frustrating when you are when you believe you're a water warrior you know you're a mm. green you're a green um, individual you know you you recycle you're trying to do all of this good stuff but it doesn't show in your bill um, um, what you can do and that's what i love about this retrofit is without replacing your water meter you can get your service provider to just make that water meter smarter that service provider could be the city of Joburg, or it could be a, a, a third party. We're trying to create jobs in this time of COVID. Um, we've got a crew called Digital Plumber. They come out there just as much as your new geezer's burst, they replace your geezer. They can smarten up your, 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 your meter. And what I've experienced since I've done it in my home is, is I think in this year alone, I've had three leaks um, in different toilets that I didn't know were leaking. Um, hmm. because it wasn't apparent to my eye. Because um, it's kind of, you know, these, especially a, a toilet, it leaks in a yeah. very odd way, where, yes. where by the time you see it, it's gone. It's, it's yeah. too much. And, um, and, and, and not just me, I think the testimonials from everyone who's done this is you save about 200 rand a month just, wow. by, just by making your water meter smarter. And it'll cost you no more than 3,000 rand in total. You know, so in, in, in a year, you almost make your return back. And if you did have a leak, you're definitely making your return back. So, so I think that's a good example of how how IoT in its practical sense um, mm. um, helps us um, as individual, empowers us, but also um, helps us by not wasting this this scarce resource. Yeah, uh, but this is why I want to ask you one final question. I mean, this is going to be really a booming industry, and I know you've got your whole uh, you know department of engineers that. How how do how do young businesses or young students who have a, a great idea for an IoT yeah. device how do they collaborate or come up with an idea and take it from an idea into something practical that would be uh, applicable on the SquidNet network, for example, as an IoT device? Yeah. How does one take an idea yeah. and make it big? I think that, that that that's a great question, and I, I've I've been thinking about the the best word I could use to describe that. And I think my favorite word will be simply, you know, if, if ever I was to get, if ever I was to get any message across to, to a, a, um, a startup, an entrepreneur, somebody who's thinking of doing this, is it's simple. That's what IoT brings to you. It's not rocket science and, and it doesn't cost a lot of money. And you can with very, very low capital I was speaking to some kids out in Whitbank and I told them it only costs you 5,000 Rand and you're in business. It's going to take you a little bit of a while to get going, um, yeah. but you, you can turn that 5,000 Rand over a couple of times, learn, learn the ins and outs about um, your market and service them better. 
Um, so simply, I think, is my main word. Um, um, the education isn't high. It's, it's, it's metric at best. So you can't do this. Even I'm, I, you said the idiot of things. I'm the idiot of things. I can do it. So you can do it. Um, um, the cost of it is extremely low. We're talking about 5,000 Rand if you're really, you know, your kid just getting out of the gates and want to buy his own product. And, and I think the most important thing for me is, is if you're an entrepreneur, it's always about the market. It's not really about the product. Um, and what this product allows you to do, it allows you to service a market that is desperate right now and isn't finding anybody to help them. You know, if you have a burst geezer and you are shack number 67, you know, you're not going to call big companies to come and sort you out. Mm -hmm. um, you're going to try and do it. But if you are a, a, a service provider who has access to that neighborhood, you can now all of a sudden become a service provider an un, unchallenged and unserviced market um, that you can attend to. Oh, that's such encouraging words. Uh, Patiswe Malinga, the Managing Director at Squidnet, thank you so much. I mean, um, I'm going to go and look up that kit. Where, where does one buy a kit like that for five grand? Um, you can give us a call. I think uh, the site is up, Digital Plumber. Um, it okay. teaches you how to become a plumber. You work with the Institute of Plumber South Africa and you get out certified with kits. Um, um, already, um, or worst case, find me and I'll help you um, get started. We, awesome. We've got, I like love it. Said, the rocket scientists who are not working on rockets. I love it. I love it. And there are just so many brilliant applications when it comes to IoT. Just be creative um, and, and think about the examples that Patizwe was talking about. Thank you so much for joining us, Patizwe Malinga, who is the Managing Director of SquidNet. Uh, we do appreciate your time and thank you for joining us at the My Broadband Conference. Thank you, Aki. Thank you, everybody.